there, this is Tiff and welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is we solve your problems so that you're out there working on achieving your big dreams and big goals. So when you listen to these episodes, if you can do me a favor, take a screenshot of the episode that you're actually listening to, share it on social media and share it with your friends with hashtag potential with tip so that i can give you a shout out and really thank you for listening because i'd really appreciate it hey there this is tiff from tiffany micah podcast and welcome to another bloodline code for today so what you if you've been keeping up to date with these episodes i've been bringing out each time I share an episode with you the bloodline codes that I've put together for you and you would have heard uh, one on striving for mastery and you would have heard the uh, one on embrace failure as feedback as another bloodline code and if you haven't heard them make sure you do listen to them because I've put them together especially for you because we want to make sure that you're working towards achieving your goals and dreams, but this has got to be part of, like I always say, part of your DNA, DNA, part of your your makeup. Okay. So what we're going to be talking about today is complete conviction, and you're probably thinking, "Hey Tiff, all right, well, what does complete conviction mean?" Okay, so this is what I have identified as what complete conviction is. You have complete trust of yourself and your decisions you make. You have relentless faith and belief deep into your soul. You know you are on the right path and are unstoppable. You are self-reliant but not afraid to ask for help. And you are dogged and patient. As you know, it is only a matter of time when you accomplish your goals. So... That's pretty cool, isn't it, right? Complete conviction. And this is actually my personal number one bloodline code. This is why I put them together for you. And you have to have complete conviction, okay? You have to have complete trust, complete faith. So what are the main points here that I just read out to you? So if we look at it this way, I've simplified it for you. One, you've got to have complete trust in yourself. Two, you've got to trust your decisions. Three, you've got to have that deep-seated belief, right? Deep into your soul that you believe that you can do it. Four, you've got to be self-reliant and you're not afraid to ask for help. You will ask for help. And five, you've got to be patient. There's patience there because you It's not going to come as quickly as you'd like it to, but it's going to happen. But we need to make sure that, you know, we're really patient and we're working diligently towards our goals. But how do do we develop complete conviction into you if you don't actually believe in yourself? So the first thing that we actually have to do is we have to identify why you don't believe in yourself. Because it's all well and good in me saying, all right, this is what you got to do. You must believe in yourself. But if you don't, you're going to fight me about it and you won't agree. You're going, no, Tiff, that's all right. I don't believe in myself. I can say anything to you and say, yeah, you've got to have complete conviction. Yeah, you've got to trust yourself. Yeah, you've got to trust the decisions you make. Yeah, you've got to have that deep-seated belief. Yeah, you've got to be patient. 
right? I can say all of that to you, but if you keep saying to me, no, I don't believe that, no, I don't agree with that, no, Tiff, you're wrong, then it won't matter what I say to you because what's happening is your belief system is different. So you will fight me about it. You will not agree. You will argue with yourself about it as well. And I know, like, if I look back at when I was playing tennis, especially I was at this tennis academy in Brisbane years and years ago, um, actually at the same tennis academy that Pat Rafter trained at, and he was there at the same time that I was there. He was two years younger than me. But uh, what was going on for me in that time, because this is very close to um, the last few years of me pursuing my tennis career in that time, And what was going on for me was my belief level was ultra low. And I'll tell you why my belief level was so, so low. It was just so – I was actually looking back, it's it's sad that it was so low, my belief level. But why was this going on? Well, these are some of the reasons. Like I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I was out of my depth. And I was completely out of my comfort zone. And, you know, in order for us to grow and improve, we have to be out of our comfort zone, right? But I was completely out of my comfort zone. So my belief level in what I felt like I I knew I had the skills, but my belief level was was ultra low. So if I was if I'm saying to you, okay, well, I wasn't feeling that I was good enough in that time, well, why didn't I feel that I was good enough? And some of it was because I actually felt that even though I felt like I had the ability, I felt like my skill level still wasn't up to up to par, up to the level it should have been. I felt like my stamina wasn't good enough to last long matches. I felt like I wasn't quite quick enough around the court. And I felt like I really couldn't rally long enough to set up opportunities on the court. This is what I was, I was noticing this, but I didn't know how to deal with it. So if someone said to me, hey, Tiff, let's let's look at this. There's some areas we need to work on in your game because there's things coming up here. You know, your stamina's not good enough. You're not lasting long matches. You're not rallying long enough. You, you know, you're not moving as, as quick or anticipating the ball as quick as you should be. Your skill level, well, we need to, you know, we need to develop more top spin in your backhand because I had a slice backhand and, I was like Steffi Graf style player, right? Slice back in, flat forehand, and I serve volleyed and so on. But if someone said to me, Tiff, like these are some areas that we need to work on in your game and let's let's really sit down together and identify what the problem areas are in your game and then let's create a plan to improve these problem areas in your game. Do you think that I would have been excited about solving these problems? Of course I would be. I'd be so excited saying, yep, you know, Tiff, these are the things that we need to be working on, right? So you need to be thinking about these things too. This is why I'm sharing this with you. But instead what actually happened in that time was I had a session with a sports psychologist. I had one session. Now we're talking 19... 89 okay it was a few years ago 
And I, I remember having this once, it was, it was only one session that they put me in with this sports psychologist and I was very closed off. Remember, I had no belief in me, didn't think I was good enough, all of that kind of stuff that was going on, really low self-esteem, didn't think much of myself. And I remember the, the conversation was, he was talking about me focusing on a clock and he wasn't, to me, he wasn't very specific or clear on anything. I just walked out of that conversation with him very confused. And I really couldn't see the relevance of him talking about a clock. I was just sitting there like going, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't have a clue. And then when I was at the academy, what was actually going on, the coaches that we had, you know, they just yelled at you. They just drilled at you harder and if you didn't perform well in, you know, in the drills and so on, you just had to do push-ups. That was it. So there was no solutions to the problems that were coming up. Now, when you're doing these same things over and over again, producing that, that same lackluster result because nothing's improving, you would think that you'd be like asking yourself the question, wouldn't you, are you good enough? Am I good enough? Of course you would be because you're not seeing any improvement. So if you're, if you're uh, going on through this and this is going on for you and you're struggling like what I shared, what I was struggling with, because we're really talking about building that belief in you, building that complete conviction in you, then how, how are we going to create that complete conviction, that complete belief that you can do anything, right? You can. Because you see it in the professionals, don't you? You see them walk out onto the court or onto the field or onto the golf course or getting ready to swim. You can see that they mean business. You can see in their eyes that there's just full belief and they're just going to get on with it. And it was really interesting because you may have heard the, an episode recently that I recorded about Ash Barty winning the French Open and I talked about her 12, what I saw were her, her 12 tips for creating the success that she created and what you could learn from that. And when she had won that, uh, the French Open, she actually said, Oh, now I, can, I now I believe I can match it with the best. And it was just that confirmation to her winning that tournament was I can match it with the best in the world. And she's actually just won the lead-up tournament to Wimbledon as well. So you can see that, that that conviction is there, right? She's completely deep into her soul, now believes it. But you don't have to win a tournament or a major event like that to develop complete conviction. Because this notion that champions are born, you may have heard this, I don't agree with it. Champions are made. It doesn't come through, oh, gee, they were gifted and it just happens for them because there's plenty of gifted players out there. We see we've, we've got a few gifted Australian player, male players that we see that could do anything, but they, they don't do the work. All they do is complain and winch. Incredibly talented. But they won't be a champion because they don't know what's required. Ash Barty's going to continue. 
she's going to be a really great tennis player because she's putting in the groundwork and she's doing it now. And this is just the beginning. So champions are made. They work damn hard. But the difference between a champion and the rest of the people, right, the rest of the tennis players or the rest of the golfers or the rest of the soccer players, the rest of the swimmers, the rest of the lacrosse players, the difference between a champion and someone who's not a champion is what they do when they run into obstacles. And do you know what that is? That is that they work out ways to solve problems. Okay, they work out ways to solve those obstacles. And this is what we're going to be working on doing this with you. We want to solve your belief. We want to create that complete conviction. So just by listening to this podcast, it's not going to solve your belief issue or create this complete conviction in you in the next day. Okay, It doesn't happen just like you go to sleep and go, oh, wow, I've got complete conviction now. Right? It's, it will take strategies to work on. But if you do the work, it's going to take you to where you want to go. But you have to do the work. There's no shortcuts here. It's working hard, yes. Working with strategies, yes. Putting the time and effort in, yes. We have to do that. So how do we develop complete conviction, that complete trust in you? So this is what we're going to do. One, I have a list of points here for you. One, identify all the skills in your sport that you do trust. And what I'm talking about here is that you know that they will work, you can rely on those specific skills in your sport. You want to be thinking of your strengths. Okay, so once you do identify them, so if you play tennis, maybe your forehand's your strength or your serve or it might be a couple of strokes. In your golf game, it might be a tee shot or it might be your putts or it might be your chipping. In soccer, you might be an awesome dribbler, but then you struggle with other things, right? I just want you to highlight what the actual strengths are in your sport, okay? Number two, I want you to identify all the skills in your sport that you don't trust, So we're going to refer to these as weaknesses, but it's really that you don't trust the skills because you don't feel that they're to the level where they need to be. So in tennis, for example, it could be your backhand or it could be your volley or your smash or it could be a number of strokes. It could be, if you're playing golf, your shots into the green. It could be a tee shot. It could be a fairway shot. It could be anything, right? Soccer. I'm just using these as an example. It might be Trapping and passing, you might be struggling with that or you struggle to create spaces to pass the ball. So you want to identify the skills in your sport that you don't trust, okay? So we're going to, those are your weaknesses. Number three, we want to identify the mental skills that you require for your sport. And I'm not talking about what you have or you don't have. But I want you to be thinking about what you re- you do require, okay? So we need to identify the skills that you, that you must require for your sport. So I'm going to give you some examples here. Focus. We all need to know how to focus when we're playing sport. We all need to know how to focus when we're doing anything really. But focus, concentration, 
a way in which you're not distracted, how to cope with pressure, how to control your emotions, how to anticipate, right? And how to anticipate when problems come up. So we need to make sure that you're identifying the mental skills that you require for your sport. Then what we're going to do is we're going to craft your plan, okay? Now, how we're going to do that is we're actually going to go back over those first three questions, number one, two, and three. So to craft your plan. So if we looked at what your skills that you had with strength, what I want you to do is can you identify those skills that you could make even stronger? Is there any more technique that you need to be working on? Are there drills you need to be focused on so you can make it even a bigger strength? Uh, are there ways in which you can practice under pressure with that, you know, with that strength that you've got in those skills? Are there drills that you can do that help you focus better working on your strengths? So the second part of that is then what we want to do is we want to then work with the skills that we have the weaknesses. So remember in number two, we had to identify all the skills in your sport that you don't trust. So what I want you to do here is I want you to ask yourself these questions. How do I make my these skills stronger? Do, what do I need to do to improve the technique? What drills do I need to be doing? What type of practice, practice, sorry, pressure practice should I be doing? What type of focus drills should I be doing to help improve these weaknesses in my game? Because we don't want them to be weaknesses. Remember, we're striving for mastery. So we want to make them better. Okay, we want to, be, we want to excel in every skill that we do. And then the third part is then the mental skills. So remember in the third question, I asked you to identify the mental skills that re you require. So I want you to be thinking about, okay, well, what, what is it that I need to do to make my mental skills stronger? What is it that I need to do to focus better? What is it that I need to do to concentrate better? What is it that I need to do that I'm not distracted? What is it that I need to do that I can cope with pressure? What is it that I need to do so I can control my emotions? What is it that I need to do so I can anticipate everything? Right, There's quite an in-depth in plan here that you need to be working on, but this is what we've got to do. We're not finished yet. Number five, so we've only just talked about the skills. We haven't really worked on your beliefs yet. This is just you believing in what you can do from a skill level and in a mental, like mental skill level. Now we're moving into number five. We've got to rewire your beliefs. And I have talked about that in, in a previous episode. I can't remember what the episode was that I spoke to you about, but we were talking about how to believe in you and when you didn't believe in you and what you needed to do to develop that belief. So this is what we're going to do here. So the first part of this, number five, so we've got A and B. So A, I want you to write down all the negative beliefs you have about your skills. And then B, I want you to write down all the negative beliefs you have about yourself. So it can be anything you can write about yourself, okay? It can be anything that you can write about your lack of um, ability or lack of um, belief in, in your skills, okay? So if we were to write down all the negative beliefs that you have about your skills, here's some examples for you. 
I can't focus. I can't concentrate. I have such a weak serve. My dribbling is just so bad. I can't tackle. I am hopeless. Those are some examples. So get them out. Get them out of your head. Let's have a look on paper what they look like. What about the negative beliefs that you have about yourself? Okay, so that's the second part, isn't it? So here's some examples. This is so hard. I don't know why I am doing this. I hate losing. I am such a loser. Will I ever make it? I am wasting my time here. I work really hard all the time, but I can't do it. Lots of beliefs going on there, isn't there? This could be what's going on for you. But if you keep saying these things to you, you keep believing that this is true, guess what? This is why you're struggling. This is why you are not getting the results that you want. Because it's all well and good to say, yeah, you know, this is what I want for for my future. But if you keep telling yourself that you're not going to make it, you keep telling yourself that you're a loser, you keep telling yourself that you're wasting your time, you keep telling yourself you can't do it, well, what's going to happen? Of course, you're not going to perform the way that you want to. So what we're going to do here is we are going to reframe it. Okay, so here's some examples for you. So I talked about in this first part about writing down the negative beliefs that you have about your skills. And I said, I can't focus. So what if we said, if you wrote down, I can't focus, and then you reframed it and you wrote down, and I said, I meditate each day to help me improve my focus. Wow. So as soon as you thought, oh, I can't focus, you go, no, 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 I'm going to meditate each day because that helps keep me focused. Right, we're rewiring it. What about um, I can't concentrate? What if we reframed it? I work on staying in the moment when I train to help me concentrate better. It's great, isn't it? Different way to look at it. Because if you say I can concentrate, you bring you you know that little voice in your head's going to say no, you can't, and you go yes, I can. No, you can't, and there'll be that little argument that goes on but what if you said I work on staying in the moment when I train to help me concentrate better right you're working on doing that okay I have such a weak serve well why don't we reframe and say I'm working on my serve to turn it into my strength yeah that feels great doesn't it that feels great What about my dribbling is just so bad? What if you said, I am doing dribbling drills to turn my dribbling into a strength? Beautiful. Or I can't tackle because I'm hopeless. What about I am doing tackling drills to turn my tackling into a strength? How good's that? Reframing, aren't we? We're reframing. So what about this part about the negative beliefs that you have about yourself right this is so hard I don't know why I'm doing this I hate losing I'm a loser will I ever make it all of that kind of thing that we were talking about just before well how do we reframe that well let's have a look this is so hard I don't know why I am doing this what could we say here well I am doing this because I love the challenge it brings because it makes me stronger. Yeah. 
That sounds awesome. I hate losing. I am embracing losing as feedback so I know what areas in my game I can improve. Wow. I'm embracing losing as feedback. doesn't matter if you lose. And you better make sure that you're listening to Embrace Failure as feedback, one of the bloodline codes. Really important. We go into much more depth in that one. What about I am a loser? I am learning every day how I can improve me. Wow, that's different, isn't it? I'm learning every day how I can improve me. And then you're going to start looking at, how. okay, what are the things I can do to improve me versus walking around saying I'm a loser? Here's another one. Will I ever make it? I am constantly working on growing me to give me the opportunity to achieve my dream. Whew, I love that. I'm constantly working on growing me to, to give me the opportunity to achieve my dream. Can you imagine saying that to yourself every day? Woo, beautiful. I am wasting my time here. Well, this is how we're going to reframe this one. This is what I want to do with my life. I love spending the time on getting me better at everything I do every single day. So you're not wasting your time, are you? You're working on improving you every single day. What about this one? I work really hard all the time, but I can't do it. What if we looked at it this way? I love working hard as I'm aware that I am a problem solver, that I can improve my level every single day. You're a problem solver now. Right? And you keep improving your level every single day versus I work really hard, but I can't do it. I'm a problem solver. I work through the problems because they're going to come up. We're going to get obstacles. And that's all part of the process. That's what happens. You've heard the story about my book. I share, I talk about it quite a lot. I've had obstacles about getting my book published. And it's working with, you know, specific people I've been let down by and so on. Book's been in idle for a while because, you know, the particular person I had involved could no longer be involved but didn't share that with me. So it had been sitting in idle, you know, doing nothing for two months. I couldn't get in contact with them, nothing. There was no response. What do you do? You just you just keep going, right? You just keep figuring out ways to, to, to make it happen. And the exciting thing is I found someone, so it won't be long now. Oof, very, very close. I can't wait to share my book with you because this goes into the depths of what we need to be doing to achieve our goals and our dreams because I want you to become the sports person you want to become. Because it can happen, but we have to develop that complete conviction. So I'm just going to quickly go over these questions again. Number one, identify all the skills in your sport that you do trust. So those are your strengths. Number two, identify all the skills in your sport that you don't trust. So those are your weaknesses. Number three, identify the mental skills that you require for your sport. So list them all out. Number four, this is where we craft the plan. So we need to be looking at the skills that we have with the strengths. What can we do to make them stronger? The skills with the weaknesses, what can we do to make them stronger? The mental skills, what can we do to make them stronger? 
And then we're going to be working on rewiring the beliefs, aren't we? So one, you had to write down all the negative beliefs about your skills, write down all the negative beliefs that you had about yourself, and then you were going to get them all out of your head, and then you're going to reframe them and write them in a way that you can say something like, I'm doing this because I love the challenge it brings me because it makes me stronger. Or this is what I want to do with my life. I love spending the time on getting me better every day. Every single day. I'm constantly working on growing me to give me the opportunity to achieve my dream. I'm learning every day how I can improve me. I love working hard and I am aware that I am a problem solver so that I can improve my level every single day. This is how we're going to develop this complete conviction. So it's time to get in, get stuck in and do some work, okay? So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would really love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd love it too if you could share with your friends these episodes and I would love to hear from you. So I want you to get to work for one, but I want you to dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Have an awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions about the frustrations that you're actually going through right now, come over and visit my site, tiffany-mika.com, and you will see on the homepage I've set up Ask Tiff. Now, what Ask Tiff is, is this is where you can ask me a question and I will record an episode for you on how to solve that frustration or those frustrations you're actually going through so that we can get the problem solved for you so that you're actually out there achieving your big dreams and goals. So if you want me to mention your name in the episode, happy to do so. If you don't, I can keep it anonymous. It's fine by me. But make sure you go over and and go to the Ask Tiff on the homepage of my website. If you've just got 30 seconds to spare, I'd also appreciate if you could leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. And remember, take a screenshot, add the hashtag potentialwithtiff so that I can give you a shout-out for sharing these episodes on social media. I'd really appreciate it. And remember this, always, always, always dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams.